Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in First Kings chapter twenty, verses one through twenty through forty-three. And this is your Bible reading of the day. This is the Old Testament version of your Bible Bible reading. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Ben Hadad attacks Samaria. Now Ben Hadad, king of Aram, mustered his entire army, accompanied by two. 32 kings with their horses and chariots. He went up and besieged Samaria and attacked it. He sent messengers into the city to Ahab, king of Israel, saying, This is what Ben-Hadad says. Your silver and gold are mine, and the best of your wives and children are mine. The king of Israel answered, Just as you say, my lord the king, I and all I have are yours. The messengers came again and said, This is what Ben Hadad says. I sent to demand your silver and gold, your wives and your children, but about this time tomorrow I am going to send my officials to search your palace and the houses of your officials. They will seize everything you value and carry it away. The king of Israel summoned all the elders of the land and said to them, See how this man is looking for trouble? When he sent for my wives and my children, my silver and gold, I did not refuse him. The elders of the people all answered, Don't listen to him or agree to his demands. So he replied to Ben-Hadad's messengers, Tell my lord the king, your servant will, be, will do all you demand the first time, but this demand I cannot meet. They left and took the answer back to Ben-Hadad. Then Ben-Hadad sent another message to Ahab. May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if enough dust remains in Samaria to give each of my men a handful. The king of Israel answered, Tell him, one who puts on his armor should not boast, like one who takes it off. Ben-Hadad heard this message, and while he and the kings were drinking in their tents, and he, he ordered his men prepared to attack, so they prepared to attack the city. Ahab defeats Ben-Hadad. Meanwhile, a prophet came to Ahab, king of Israel, and announced, This is what the Lord says. Do you see this vast army? I will give it into your hand today, and then you will know that I am the Lord. But who will do this? asked Ahab. The prophet replied, This is what the Lord says. The young officers of the province, provincial gov commanders will do it. And who will start the battle? he asked. The prophet answered, You will. So Ahab summoned the young officers of the provincial commanders, 232 men. Then he assembled the rest of the Israelites, 7,000 in all. They set out at noon, while Ben-Hadad and the 32 kings allied with him were in their tents getting drunk. The young officers of the provincial commanders went out first. Now, Ben-Hadad had dispatched scouts who reported men are advancing from Samaria. He said, If they have come out for peace, take their, them alive. If they have come out for war, take them alive. 
the young officers of the provincial commanders marched out of the city with the army behind them, and each one struck down his opponent. At that the Armenians fled with the Israelites in pursuit, but Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, escaped on horseback with some of his horsemen. The king of Israel advanced and overpowered the horses and chariots and inflicted heavy losses on the Armenians. Afterward, the prophet came to the king of Israel and said, Strengthen your position and see that, see what must be done, because next spring the king of Aram will attack you again. Meanwhile, the officials of the king of, the, of Aram advised him, Your gods are gods of the hills. That is why they were too strong for us. But if we fight them on the plains, surely we will be stronger than they. Do this, remove all the kings from their commands, and replace them with their with other officials, with other officers. You must also raise an army like one you lost, horse for horse and chariot for chariot, so we can fight Israel on the plains. Then surely we will be stronger than they. He agreed with them and acted accordingly. The next spring, Ben-Hadad mustered the Armenians and went up to Ephek to fight against Israel. When the Israelites were also mustered and given provisions, they marched up to meet them. The Israelites camped opposite them like two small flocks of goats, while the Armenians covered the countryside. The men of God came up and told the king of Israel, This is what the Lord says. Because the Armenians think the Lord is God of the hills and not a God of the valleys, I will deliver this vast army into your hands, and you will know that I am the Lord. For seven days they camped opposite each other. On the seventh day the battle was joined. The Israelites inflicted a hundred thousand casualties on the Armenian foot soldiers in one day. The rest of them escaped to the city of Aphek where the wall collapsed on 27,000 of them, and Ben-Hadad fled to the city and hid in the inner rooms. The official said to him, Look, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful. Let us go to the king of Israel with sackcloth around our waists and ropes around our heads. Maybe we, he will spare your life. Wearing sackcloth around their waists and ropes around their heads, they went to the king of Israel and said, Your servant Ben-Hadad please, says, Please let him live. The king answered, Is he still alive? He is my brother. The men took this as a good sign and were quick to pick up his word. Yes, your brother Ben-Hadad, they said. Go and get him, the king said. When Ben-Hadad came out, Ahab had him come up into his chariot. I will return the cities my father took from your father, Ben-Hadad offered. You may set up your own market areas in Damascus as my father did in Samaria. Ahab said, On the basis of a treaty, I will set you free. So he made a treaty with him and let him go. A prophet condemns Ahab. By the word of the Lord, one of the sons of the prophet said to his companion, Strike me with your weapon, 
but the man refused. So the prophet said, Because you have not obeyed the Lord, as soon as you leave me, a lion will kill you. And after the man went away, a lion found him and killed him. The prophet found another man and said, Strike me, please. So the man struck him and wounded him. Then the prophet went and stood by the road waiting for the king. He disguised himself with his headband down over his eyes. As the king passed by, the prophet called out to him, Your servant went into the thick of the battle, and someone came to me with a captive and said, Guard this man if he is missing, if he, it will be your life for his life, or you must pay a talent of silver. While your servant was busy here and there, the man disappeared. This is your sentence, the king of Israel said. You have pronounced it yourself. Then the prophet quickly removed the headband from his eyes, and the king of Israel recognized him as one of the prophets. He said to the king, This is what the Lord says. You have set free a man I have determined should die. Therefore it is your life for his life, your people for his people. Sullen and angry, the king of Israel went to his palace in Samaria. Let's go Um. All right, let's head to the New Testament. All right, this is your New Testament reading of the day. Today's New Testament is um, 2 Peter uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through um, 21. Making one's calling and election sure. Prophecy and scripture are the two titles. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Simon Peter, a servant of apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, have received a faith as precious as ours. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord, making one's calling and election sure. His divine power has, has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Through our knowledge of him who calls us, called us by his own glory and goodness, through these things, these he has given us his very great and precious promise, so that through them that you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness love for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our lord jesus christ but if anyone does not have them he is nearsighted and blind and has forgotten that he has cleansed has been cleansed from his past sin Therefore, may brothers, my brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fail, and you will receive a rich welcome in the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Prophecy of Scripture So I will always remind you of these things. Even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth, you know 
ha now have. I think it is right to refresh your memories as long as I live in the tent of this body. Because I know that I will soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. We did not follow cleverly invented soul stories when we told you about the power of coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were wit eyewitnesses of his majesty, for he received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the mat majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. And we have the word of the prophets made more certain, and you did will do well to pay attention to it, as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy or scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation. For a prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I lift you up on high, Lord God. I ask that you watch over us and keep us safe from the enemy, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.